Hey guys, welcome to our podcast channel, Marketing Minions. Today's episode is where we call marketers from different industries to learn from their experiences. I am Pooja, host of this channel and founder of Pin Collar Professionals. Today we have with us Yali Das Gupta, who is Senior Vice President Marketing, Columbia Pacific Communities. She has over 15 years of cross-category experience across media, e-commerce, retail, and real estate. Thanks a lot uh, for joining us. I would really like to know from you about your professional background. Uh, thank you, Pooja, for uh, for having me. Um, well, my professional background, uh, you know, is is um, is something that uh, is fairly checkered in the sense that um, you know, after doing my masters in communication, I actually started my career in journalism uh, with the Times of India. I was actually their fashion journalist. And after doing about five plus years of, uh, you know, journalism, mostly in in fashion and lifestyle, I decided to cross over uh, to the brand side um, because I realized that, you know, when you do a master's in communication, you... Uh, you're exposed to various different facets of communication and it's a fairly large scope, right? So there's everything from PR to brand communication to, um, you know, to advertising, to new media, to to mass media uh, that is taught to you. And uh, I wanted to explore other facets of communication as well, which is why I, I, I moved to Mintra to head content uh, at Mintra. Uh, and it was actually, uh, you know, the first time I got exposed to uh, to digital media, um, mm-hmm. India at that point, you know, this I'm talking about ten years back. In India at that point, was you know on the um, on the threshold of the digital transformation, and so I thought that it was also the right uh, time for me to make that switch. Um, so after Mintra, I moved to Amazon, where I set up social media for Amazon Fashion in India. Uh, I was also part of the core team that put together the Amazon India Fashion Week. Um, after Amazon, I moved to Publicis Group, uh, where I was um, creative director and I was also heading their branch here in Bangalore. Uh, and we were uh, taking care of the digital mandate uh, for all Aditya Brilla brands, including Louis Philippe, Alan Solly, uh, Peter England, uh, Planet Fashion um, people, right? And then post that, um, this opportunity with Columbia Pacific Communities came my way. And I thought it was a very interesting opportunity because this was a, um, you know, this was a great um, opportunity for me to actually uh, not only, you know, create something from scratch and build a brand from scratch and build a category from scratch, but also, uh, you know, expand my repertoire and and look beyond fashion, which is what I had done for, uh, you know, throughout my my career. And this is actually the first time I'm working outside fashion as a category. And senior living is a very very interesting space. Uh, there's there's just a lot of uh, you know opportunity, lot that can be done. Um, it is new. It's interesting. It's exciting. It's uh, it's being built. Um, and uh, yeah, I head marketing communication uh, PR at at Columbia Pacific Communities. I'm the senior vice president marketing, and uh, that pretty much sums up my 15 plus years in, in the industry. Wow, that's amazing! Like I could hear some uh, dream brands in your resume or or in your journey. 
it's so amazing um you mentioned that you know you joined marketing at the time a year uh, when it was all changing india india was at the verge of the changing like over a decade you have seen it so what do you think how marketing has changed in the last decade yeah i mean pooja you know marketing has completely changed in the last decade right and there are a few mm-hmm. i think um, you know things that have acted as change makers fundamentally what has changed is really the fact that you know today we are uh, you know uh, we live in a digital world and i mean digital adoption today particularly post covid is 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 the highest and you know in fact uh, as we know you know the popular joke that does the round is that you know what what led to digital transformation in india is 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 really covid right but even prior yeah. to covid i think we were increasingly sort of moving towards a very very digitally um connected world and um, marketing obviously uh was hugely impacted by by the digital transformation and i think that that really has has what is what has led to all the changes right now if i look at the way marketing used to be 10 years back or or let's say a little over 10 years back it was primarily a one way communication isn't it i mean it was about right. putting out advertisement whether it was on a print medium whether it was out of home hoardings etc whether it was television ads whether it was a radio jingle whatever the medium would have been it was primarily about having a one way conversation with your customer today that has entirely changed because your customer is listening to you um and it, it, your customer is responding to you it is reacting to the content that you're putting out um it is reacting to your advertisement it is reacting to any statement that you make right it is reacting to every moment marketing post that you put out and it is your job as a brand to constantly listen to your customer and understand what the customer is really trying to tell you that is your fundamental job as a brand owner you know and right. i think that is what has made marketing today a lot more complex because with the advent of social media and with social media becoming as big as it has become today and newer emerging platforms coming up whether it is tiktok now i know it is banned in india but you know it's, it's it it made a tremendous impact you know whether it is the rise of instagram whether it is um, you know what twitter is used for today essentially right whether it is the emergence of podcasts today um whether it is newsletters etc whatever way you look at it right i mean whichever platform you 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 sort of look at uh, look at um you know today the responsibility of a marketer is a lot more than what it was 10 years back because social media today can be um you know a great boon of course uh, for marketers because it allows you to tell your brand story it allows you to connect with your customers it allows you to um you know continuously showcase your product and talk about uh, you know your your latest launches etc but at the same time it is a double edged sword because you know if you're not being careful about what you're saying um things can really go wrong and it can backfire and it it can lead to a lot of you know crisis uh, for for a brand and we have seen many such uh, you know instances in the in the in the recent uh, um years right but i think yeah. you know um as far as the transformation is concerned i think there are certain things for example i spoke about social media i spoke about the digital revolution 
um i i i i also want to talk about how fundamentally today we are living i mean if you look at iot for instance which is internet of things mm. which is um something that's become uh you know hugely impactful in the last uh, you know couple of years and brands today are thinking about how to incorporate uh you know their messaging you know within that sort of a uh, so, sort of an environment you know so um i think the emergence of new platforms i think the fact that today you can have a two way conversation which also makes you a lot more responsible than you ever have been as a marketer i think the fact that today we are increasingly digitally focused um you know has made marketing a lot more complex and i think today there is a lot more pressure on marketers particularly post covid to show results you know it is yeah. it is about measurable impact it is about continuously being um asked what would this do for my business sure it's great for my brand sure it's great for pr sure it's great for buzz sure it's great for visibility what will it ultimately do for my bottom line is a question that marketers are being asked increasingly in boardrooms and i think that really is what um, you know my take is on how marketing has changed in the last 10 years yes. so what do you think uh, you talked about digital revolution and social media coming up so what do you think how are companies coping up with this rapid evolution like with the social media and digital uh, booming up so rapidly yeah so i think there are uh, largely two kinds of companies uh, mm-hmm. as far as i have understood this in my experience uh, uh, with companies um, you know um, one uh, is uh the sort of brand and the sort of company that are ahead of the curve right i mean these are right. the companies that are taking um the leap these are the companies that are adapting these are the companies that are uh, constantly innovating and experimenting and being very bold about experimenting with newer technologies for example metaverse you know i mean if you look at um you know uh a coke for example if you look at vans if you look at the tata group recently if you look at a brand like mccann you know they've all and i'm talking about you know examples here in india they've yeah. all already experimented with the metaverse right um and um and you know uh, and then there are uh, and and i would say these are the brands that are sort of future forward that are not afraid of adapting uh adopting technology and adapting to it and uh, constantly staying ahead of the curve because they've understood the importance of technology and they've understood um all the things that technology makes possible today as far as, far as business transformation is is concerned and they're they're here to really really leverage that right and of course they're trying to also reach out to uh, a primarily millennial and gen z consumer uh who is spending all um, his or her uh, you know time on the internet right so if you can't yeah. be on the net you will not be able to reach out to this audience but on the other hand there are there are brands that are perhaps uh, even today a little little hesitant of course the hesitation today is way less than what is what it was prior to covid i mean if you look at the average spends across categories in marketing you will see that there has been a you know massive shift towards digital um there are companies that are spending as much as 70% of their marketing dollars today on digital which was never the case prior to covid and i think that they they have thanks to covid now and thanks to the two years that we sort of went through and everything going digital and everything going remote um even old school brands 
and traditional right. players have realized the importance of digital and they've realized that you know you it, it is really not possible for you to scale today um without adopting digital right um right. so um so i i mean i'd say you know there are largely two two kinds of brands and two kinds of companies one that are really sort of pro digital and, and you know definitely ahead of the curve and mm-hmm. not afraid to experiment and 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 they may experiment and even fail but they fail fast you know and then there are yeah. there, there is another um you know uh set of uh brands and companies that are perhaps still uh, slightly hesitant to you know to experiment with newer uh, newer technologies but the fact that everybody's adopted technology i think is a is a given given yeah so when we talk about digital it is more over about content what type of content you are putting on your social media on your digital pl- platform so how do you define content marketing right um that's an interesting question you know um content marketing to me uh, fundamentally is marketing that is trying to add some value uh, to a customer's life right hmm. uh, you know we have to understand the difference between content marketing and sales content which often get uh, you know sort of uh, uh, interchanged and and mixed and are and these are terms that are used interchangeably uh but content marketing essentially is something that is trying to engage your customer trying to tell a brand story trying to with the help of captivating content uh also create brand awareness and ultimately trying to be on top of mind for your consumer um uh, you know through uh, through compelling content right um now obviously what that means is that every brand today has jumped on the content bandwagon and there is tremendous amount of clutter um that one has to sort of sift through you know um and i think what has become challenging is the fact that uh, because the average consumer today is being bombarded by content whether it is on email whether it is on social media whether it is um, you know whether it is uh, any other platform um you know i think what what's really becoming increasingly challenging in in an attention economy is to really really capture your audience's imagination and their attention and uh, you know effectively uh, tell your brand story and 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 of course you know i mean uh, today the pressure is to tell a story in less than 15 seconds maybe 10 years from now it's going to be less than 5 seconds i do not know what it is going to be but yes. essentially content marketing is something that uh, allows is a, is a is a marketing strategy that allows you to engage educate create visibility and uh, establish thought leadership in your category thereby resulting in top of mind and thereby resulting in um awareness for for your brand as well as uh, as for your category um in the minds of the consumer that is how i would define content marketing wow very interesting thanks a lot for sharing that you know uh, i have a uh, interesting question i don't know how to put it but earlier when there were like you know two or three tv ads it was very easy to make a brand out of it Let, let's say coca cola they knew that okay what we want to talk about and they curated one tv ad and one maybe newspaper ad and that's it 
but now brands have this pressure of creating content daily and when you create content daily it is very easily that you can shift from one type of content to another so how one brand or one company make a brand out of content marketing how they still create a lot of content but still be relevant to their consumer or make a brand out of you know the uh, identity they want to create how they can still make that even despite of creating a lot of content yeah so i think pooja you know content for the sake of content uh, really makes no sense anymore yeah. today because there's just so much of it out, out there you know i mean you can keep creating content why once a day you can create it three times a day and put it out if you have the resources if you have the time if you have the budget right. for sure you can put it out you know but are you really making an impact and and how are you measuring the impact of that content right because there are so mm. many metrics that you can track today so it can get very very overwhelming for marketers today to also figure out whether the content is really creating impact right um uh, you know i i want to quote um, seth godin of course who is uh, the ultimate marketing guru that i think everybody uh, knows mm. and and i'm i mean uh, obviously he's written many books on marketing some of which i have read and you know back in 2008 i remember seth made this comment which is still very very relevant and he's of course somebody who's a visionary so he could actually see right. how things would change as far as marketing is concerned and he said content marketing is the only marketing that we are left with now you know there is no other marketing that we you can actually do i mean it is just content marketing because today um, the consumer comes with a very very high level of uh, distrust you know i mean if you are going to do like straight jacket sales um, kind of um uh, you know direct sales content um beyond the point it is going to yield no result because you know there right. are uh, and, uh, there are ad blockers today everybody is using ad blockers uh, people are buying subscriptions on youtube to block ads so you know i mean um one has to therefore depend on great content right but i think that what is crucial is to really figure out a content strategy you know ask yourself why are you doing content in the first place right and really understand the difference between content marketing and 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 having a content strategy right that mm. then uh, is tied to your content marketing efforts right um and i think that what's important is is the fact that um while i mentioned earlier that you know it it could be very overwhelming for marketers to really figure out you know what impact and what what metric to really track ultimately i think the key metrics to sort of look out for is uh, is your organic traffic to website going up is uh, your content leading to better conversion right and is awareness on your brand going up right because ultimately you know that is what you know great content is supposed to do for your brand and if you're going to be able to track that um in a in a consistent way um and then put your energies and resources and money on creating content that your consumer truly truly consumes and obviously there are many many tools that will sort of help you uh, understand what kind of uh, content your your audience is truly consuming and wanting to consume and it it starts with understanding buyer persona it starts with understanding you know affinities that your audience has all of those things um then i think you know it 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 becomes a a far more streamlined uh structured way of approaching content marketing um and making um a, a brand 
that is uh, you know like a content first brand right and and i mean columbia pacific communities is a great great example of what role content can play in you know creating a brand because we have created a brand purely on the basis of great content you know we don't have sky high budgets we don't do television advertising uh we don't do too much of out of home all we do really really well is create great content right which we feel is going to um work for the audience that we cater to which is primarily senior citizens and their children and um that's that's really what it is ultimately it is it is about knowing your customer really well knowing what floats their boat and uh, creating a strategy that works for you while ensuring that you really really keep your eyes glued to the two or three metrics that truly matter and not get overwhelmed by um so much that is out there there's so much data out there right all right interesting uh, you partly answered my next question but what are the right strategies to know what type of content your customers like like and comment or shares is one thing on the social media but how marketers do gauge that okay this is the particular type of co- content which my customers like yeah well i mean i think engagement is uh, is one of the key factors to uh, to determine whether your content is working or not um, and whether people are actually um you know um engaging with your content and and uh, sharing the content i think shareability of content is actually uh, the most important factor yeah. it is much much uh, more important than likes and comments because if your content is shared worthy and it is being shared um it it then means that you know the customer has not only found it interesting but also feels that his or her friends or family members etc would would also either find it interesting entertaining educative basically derive value out of it which is the point that i made right at the beginning of my conversation with you right um right. i think that i think that uh, you know as far as content is concerned you also need to understand the, the how sticky is your content so for example if you have a website where you've created a content hub right uh so so for example you have a blog where all your content sits so i remember back in mintra um you know we we had a blog called style mint which is where uh, essentially all the fashion content would sort of sit whether it was videos whether it was uh, written content whether it was editorial content so it was about creating a content hub and almost thinking like a publisher you know and uh then you sort of also uh understand whether your content is sticky enough for example do you have you do you see enough return visitors to your to your website or blog right are you creating content which is linked to your seo practices for example are you looking at keyword search um, you know and today there are many many free tools that are available to you to really understand the kind of uh, you know keywords that people are sort of using to search for um uh, you know queries um that are relevant to your category right uh, and are you are you giving them things that they're essentially looking for so for example if you're a fashion brand are you talking about how to wear tie and dye right, right you know right. in spring summer right uh, because mm. that's probably something that people are looking for and are you creating content that will ultimately add value uh, to people's lives right so um so i mean there are there are there are really you know um, uh, various ways of sort of figuring out whether your content is working or not and i think ultimately if you also do great content and if uh, let's say 
you know um, advertising and marketing publications pick up that content and they then start talking about it and sort of you know uh, uh, reposting uh, your content and it gets up by it gets picked up by you know uh, platforms right whether it is matterwar marketing whether it is various other platforms that are there um uh, you know that that's also testimony to the fact that you know that that your content is uh, catching people's attention and is being talked about yeah you talked about shareability and also uh, content being reposted so what role does uh, ugc um, user generated content actually play in a, a company's branding yeah i think user generated content in a day and age um uh, uh like like now is is very important because um like i mentioned earlier you know the trust factor today uh, is depleting right yeah. and uh, so when you have user generated content um you actually show real people customers using your product and obviously having a positive experience with with your product and then posting about it online you know and uh, if you look at a lot of the d2c brands today right uh, whether they are fashion d2c brands or you know they are sort of you know personal care healthcare d2c brands or they are beauty d2c brands um or sort of technology d2c brands right they're all actually taking the ugc route to marketing today right and uh, that is about having uh, real users real customers talking about uh, you know their experience and creating testimonial videos out of it i mean the whole testimonial uh, content is ultimately ugc it is about you know getting your users to generate content for you and talking about their experience now the other kind of ugc that i want to talk about is something that i feel has tremendous potential and will become quite uh, quite big in the next 5 uh, or 6 years it's already started gaining momentum and it is uh, you know employee generated content right so mm-hmm. when you have you know employees that are extremely engaged and they talk about you know your brand and 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 their experience of being um you know an employee in your company um online and that does not necessarily have to be restricted to a linkedin which is obviously a professional platform but anywhere online whether it is you know whether it is your um you know your your offsites whether it is fun things that you do at work whether it is behind the scenes um you know videos of of maybe a project going live or a campaign going live or just you know life at work and what it is like to 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 work at 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 a company um i think that that also has tremendous potential and i mean i mean that does go a long way in attracting more talent in 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 sort of you know um creating the right kind of um uh, uh you know image uh, as far as uh, um uh, you as an employer is concerned mm-hmm. and so on and so forth so i think that aspect of user generated generated content i i would say is currently uh, very overlooked and if if companies can put a you know a you know a structure to it maybe engage uh, uh, employees in a manner that they're that they're excited to share the content maybe run initiatives through hr departments etc um you know maybe this is something that we will see uh, a lot more of 
um, right? But but overall, I mean, you know, uh, there has never been um, a more, you know, there's never been a better time uh, for brands to be authentic. Um, there's never been a better time for brands to come across as real, um, you know, relatable, right? Um, and uh, UGC really helps you do that. You know, when uh, somebody wears, when the average person with uh, uh, with his or her flaws, with not the, you know, the perfect, um, um, you know, model proportions wears your clothes, uh, then as a consumer, I am, you know, more willing to trust your brand because I feel that, you know, this is, this is a brand that makes clothes for people like me who may not have the ideal body, who may not look like a supermodel, but I could still want to wear nice clothes and, you know, want to look nice. And uh, I think that's essentially what UGC does. It just makes, um, uh, you know, it's, it, it humanizes a brand, which is very important. And it, 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 it really, really uh, elevates the trust level. Yeah, interesting. No, I really love the point where you talked about the employee-generated content also. And I can see myself over the last 10 years also, earlier people don't used to create their profile on LinkedIn and even if they used to create it was only for job hunting. But now they talk about their companies and companies also don't have much problem with that. Earlier it was supposed to be, no, no, you can't talk about your company. But now companies also encourage that, okay, you can have a personal profile where you can talk about your company, your work or your views also in general. So that is really interesting how it is overall changing. Uh, Thanks a lot. means I have learned a lot from you, some interesting viewpoints on content marketing and overall. So last question from my side, what is one piece of advice you would want to give all the listeners and maybe budding marketers? So, does it have to be specific to content or, or just like a no, general piece any, of advice? In, in general, whatever you want to. So, I think the, the, the piece of advice that I want to give uh, marketers out there, um, not that they need any advice from me, but uh, <laughs> since you ask, is to be a culture watcher, you know. Uh, marketing hmm. is very much about culture. It is about what's happening all around you. It is about understanding what's happening politically, socially, economically. It is really about being aware of the ecosystem within which you're you're, you're functioning. Brands are ultimately, uh, you know, um, creators of experience, but also in many ways, um, catalysts of change, you know. Um, And uh, and, I mean, of course, there are many examples of that, which I'm not going to get into because I think everybody knows a lot of these examples. But um, if you are really going to uh, want to create a, a real impact, um in the world that you exist in as a brand it's very very important for you to understand what's happening culturally and that means uh, having an open mind really broadening your horizon reading as much as you possibly can i mean i can't overemphasize the importance of reading be like a sponge read 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 uh, read anything and everything read fiction read non-fiction read what's out there on on the news websites uh read uh um obsessively and um, and really follow culture and understand what's happening uh, around you in order for you to be able to um, understand human psychology understand how it's evolving and ultimately understand uh, um, you know the person that you're selling to uh, uh, 
and and the context within which the person is buying uh, your product and how that context is changing over a period of time and i think that's that's super crucial yeah i totally agree with you uh, that marketing is something which evolves every day as human evolves so maybe it is uh, for us on us that we continue to read we continue to learn from what is going around us so that is very important and i have also started reading but from your point i will also start reading fiction novels because i do not read it at the moment so listening to you i will try to add a few fictions in my reading list also so thanks a lot i really enjoy talking with you and knowing your experience and viewpoints on marketing and different topics i hope you guys also enjoyed it so let's catch up on our next episode to learn from another expert so thanks a lot for everyone joining over here keep listening keep learning and have fun thanks a lot thanks a lot for joining